Hey everybody, Jana from the Advanced Rebellion podcast here, and this week we have another special guest. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm Lisa Zahia, and I have owned a dance studio in Asheville, North Carolina for the last 14 years, and primarily a belly dance studio, but lots of other dance styles, and also still work um, as a belly dance performer. Um, that's something I used to do more of, and I am also a life coach and a small business coach. And you've been on the the uh, like podcast like three times by now, so you should have to introduce yourself each time, but just in case there's anyone listening that's new, so that they know what you're all about. Um, this is another quarantine check-in chat, although I guess it's not so much a quarantine anymore because the restrictions have been lifted in some states, right? Yeah. Um, it, it has varied widely, and here we're in our phase two, which means that shops are open and restaurants are open at 50%, but gyms, which technically dance studios qualify as gyms, um, can't open until July. Okay. So what's been yeah. helping you cope these last, I assume, like everyone, like two to three months? Um, well, a couple of things. One is you know, I was really um, inspired by the phrase, if you can't go outside, go inside. So I've been doing some self-reflection and figuring out, like, essentially, like, if you think about this as a great pause and it's amplifying what's important in the shortness of life, it's just like, what do I really want to be doing? What classes do I want to be teaching? What do I want my life to feel like? Um, and I have been so grateful for the internet because I have gotten... Um, I have been able to continue to teach my classes and be able to connect with students who aren't here, which has been a really beautiful thing. And it's so funny for years, I've been like, we're gonna set up online classes, but it's too time consuming and it's too um, expensive. And then I managed to do it in 48 hours when uh, held to it. And are, how have you seen it on a business level, your your online classes grow? Have you seen an increase in students? Is it the same people that have been coming to your studio in a while? Have you had a bit of an adjustment period? Um, it definitely adjusted in the beginning, but I really leaned into it instead of using it as a stopgap and have been really excited to see it bloom. And I really, you know, because of my business background, we really leaned heavily into social media advertising because essentially advertising is on sale right now um, because a lot of people stopped. So I was able to get a lot of new beginners um, virtually and a lot of new people for fitness classes that I teach. And something super cool about that is um, realizing that a lot of people have valued it because of the privacy it gives them. Okay, you mean the privacy of being able to not have to be at home other people yeah so i i've got a lot of messages from people that were like i always wanted to take classes from you but i was scared because i do see this dichotomy of like people who are either really comfortable in gyms or really like grew up in dance studios so like to me a dance studio feels like a very safe place but if you're starting as an adult realizing that it can feel really unsafe i didn't think about that that's a good point Bless. Oh, I kind of feel bad now for the people that are too uh, <laughs> conscious to go to a dance studio because you don't think about that. Um, yeah, because I think we're so used to it. It just mm -hmm. was interesting to see that reflection. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I'm glad you know people are able then to to take dance classes. There's a plethora of them right now. Um, yeah. What are you like most surprised during this time to learn about yourself? Is there anything you were like, oh, I got this handled, and then you had to be alone, or not maybe alone, but at home for longer than you intended to be, and then you're like, oh, I really could have worked on I that. Think- I think personally, um, I realized that, like, I think that a lot of people see me as somebody who, like, runs a lot of businesses and works really hard. And I learned that um, I don't particularly prefer working all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That, like, I've been able to put space in my day. And I actually come up with creative ideas when I, like, take long walks. And um, I'm still a person who works hard. And that's been super interesting. And also, it's been really fun for me to dance for the sake of dancing, because I'm a teacher and I'm a performer. So it used to be like, so oriented towards like, perform, 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 or teach something or be a workshop teacher. But like, oh, like, this is a healing art for me. How have you found the motivation to just dance for yourself? Because I know that's for me. I need to have an external motivator in order to get me to do yeah. something. It's just been very hard dealing with all this for me personally. Yeah. I mean, honest, honestly, I had my days. Um, I did learn that when I, I am really lucky because I was teaching so many online classes and still am that it gave me structure and it, it let me go into the identity of like the dance teacher. So I was still like putting on makeup and putting on this, it's almost like that persona So that allowed me to feel like I was stepping into myself because in the beginning I felt a little lost because like I wasn't doing any of the things that made me feel like me. And then two things that really helped me is that like I as a person have a tendency to lean in instead of leaning away. And I leaned into um, like wanting to be uh, held accountable, which is interesting since I'm a coach. So I, um, I started taking private lessons um, virtually and that helped me a lot because it's just like I was like I need I see that I do well with structure so I'm going to create a structure for myself or else I like end up eating and not that eating's bad but like eating for no other reason than it's something to do and like watching a bunch of tv and so that felt good to create a structure and then also um Courtney, who's from Los Angeles, who's a good friend of mine, did an improv challenge. Mm -hmm. And I really committed to that. And it was super fun. I hear you when you say about accountability, because you literally just described my day today. (laughs) Like all I did was eat and just watch TV. Um, I find it very hard to do anything unless someone is there to keep me accountable. And it's not that I'm, I'm lazy. I work my ass off. But on the days that I that I do have off, for example, for my day job that I have, you know, my allotted two two days off a week from that, yeah. um, I try. I'm in this in this struggle between okay, I really do need an actual day off, like really truly, yeah. like I I cannot touch work, versus oh my god, I have so much to do, I need to work, and then I feel like I'm procrastinating. Absolutely, I think that that's super normal. And something that I've thought a lot about there is like, okay, and it's super normal for everyone to feel that way. So I, I am creating a lot of structure for myself because I realize I need it um, and accountability and like sort of just putting some skin in the game financially. 
So like, and, and I'm lucky enough that I had some financial runway that I was able to do that. I, during this yeah. time, yeah, same. Like I signed up for like a content course and a business course as well, mm-hmm. um, which was, you know, it, it costs money and, and I'm lucky to, to have it as well. But it's just like, yeah, now that I, I put money into it, I really need to, to do that. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, I need, I feel like I just want to throw money at someone and just tell, like, just tell me what to do at all times of the day. <laughs> Otherwise I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's my job. <laughs> can, can I just throw you money? Lisa? Can you just tell me what to do all day? <laughs> like oh, literally, okay. I'm just like, uh, I would just love for someone just to tell me, Hey, you working out right now? Hey, do you have a salad today instead of just chips. I mean, I think it's funny because given that I'm a life coach for a living, that people always are like, why do you have coaches? Because I have, I take private lessons from Amanda Rose. I have a dance coach. I have a life coach. Um, I've worked with other coaches. And I was like, every coach needs a coach. I always loved the phrase, um, if it is, if all we needed was information, we'd all have a million dollars in perfect abs because there's literally directions for both mm-hmm. on the internet. Like if you really wanted it, but we need to get clear about why we want something and then we need accountability. Mm-hmm. For sure. I read something similar to that like a month ago or so and it was like, oh, I, it was like a blogger saying, oh, I, I never thought I'd pay for a personal trainer. Like, you know but then you're like yeah of course when you're in the situation where you're just like I want to do things but I can't hold myself accountable for this just because I do things based on an emotion or I'm procrastinating because I'm I'm scared to do it and it's like yeah there's definitely something behind just being like take my money and tell me what to do seriously yeah and that's like you know the thing I always say is Serena Williams has a tennis coach. So like, who am I to argue with her? You know, Mm -hmm. like if she's going to have a coach, I can have one too. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, Talk a bit about your coaching business. I, I, you've mentioned it before you, you coach um, women from all walks of life, right? And all stages of their business. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you get a lot of belly dancers as well? Or how do you, how do you work with belly dancers in that? So typically there's two ways that I work with um, belly dancers. One is uh, one-on-one coaching, which is typically for people who have a a larger dance business. And I really like the same way I would coach any other dancer. However, I do think that I have a very unique perspective to any fitness or studio owner because I've done it. So you get a mix of coaching which is like helping you guide it and consulting, which is just where I tell you what to do because I've, I've made all the mistakes. And um, then I also do programs um, for belly dancers. So last year I ran a course called the Business of Belly Dance. And then this summer I'm running June, July and August, um, like a, a, a membership slash mastermind for belly dancers where we're gonna go through all different um, like business things for belly dancers. So we're going to do how to do Facebook advertising. How do you do email blasts? All that good stuff. Because I really, you know, it's really important to me. I love coaching all kinds of women business owners. But I, you know, like belly dance is one of my great loves. So um, it's really important to me that it's run well and that people learn how to make money from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Um, hence this podcast. Thanks for being back on here. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good topic. I've mentioned this a thousand times before, and I don't know how many years I've already been doing this. We're already in episode a hundred and something. Um, yeah, it's just something that I really wish that was talked about more, even when I first started, when I first started having more interest in it as, as um, a career choice. And yep. I'm glad that the focus, not the focus, but the conversation has changed towards that, that there are resources out there, but I still feel yep. like it's not enough. And it's not just in the blood dance world. I think it's in the dance world in general. You're told, yeah, it's a nice hobby, but you're never going to make money off of it. So I appreciate when artists and creatives of all backgrounds share their resources online. And that's where I really try to pull a lot of it for uh, these episodes and the newsletter I run and um, just so people know that it's not impossible it might it might look different for you depending on what your goal is but there's never one way to be successful um, mm-hmm. you don't have to tour the world every week if that's not what you want and um, and I think for a long time and still so that has been the idea of quote-unquote a successful ballet dancer and um i know when i first started i thought that's what i wanted to do because great i can travel and teach like two things that i love and Uh then when i started doing it i was like this is incredibly lonely like i you're either in a hotel room waiting (laughs) waiting to uh to perform and it depends on the scenario of course like if you know the host and we're gonna like that's more of a friendly environment but if you don't have a particular close relationship with the person that's hired you to be there it's it's a different setup and you know if you're not as much of an extrovert those times where you're around people you kind of want to be alone and then when you're alone you're like oh I'm a little yeah lonely so it's just that's what I found interesting for me but back then even like I don't know years ago it was like well what else can I do that's it. Yep. Right. Like that's what all the dancers are doing. And, and what else, how else can I make this my career if I'm not comfortable with traveling every week to do this and sacrifice a personal life and say, so, you know, and mm-hmm. so I've had to really start looking at, um, and I really admire, especially, I always say like the American dancers with their business mindset. Um, because they're also the ones that have started, you know, a long time ago, back when not a lot of other people were doing it, uh, expanding to online. So online courses, yep. online coaching, you know, things like that, where it's like, I can create evergreen material that can be passive income, as opposed to me putting myself out on a, on a plane every weekend. Right. And, and I think more now than ever before is, is that it's a really good thing to have this option with the situation where we can't travel to perform. So, right. And I, absolutely. I completely agree with you. And I think that I just was put in this unique position because I have a business background of when I looked at it, I was like, okay, what are the different verticals? How can I maximize income? How do I make sure that I have runway, which is essentially means you have enough money if everything freezes like it did. And, um, yeah, I agree with you. Like you have to look at the time and personal costs. Like when I was touring a lot, I was like, this is okay, but the studio has allowed me to make it like an actual income. Mm -hmm. And my message to belly dancers is like, you don't have to be poor. You don't have to have another job, but you do have to approach it like a business. Mm -hmm. For sure. And definitely don't feel bad if you do have a job and it takes like everyone's 
Oh yeah. It's yeah. definitely different. Like I know for my, I've worked jobs since what I was 16 <laughs> and, yeah. um, you know, full time and I was studying and getting my degree and, you know, and of course one day I would like to dedicate my time entirely to dance, but I always have to think of it on the other hand is, you know, when is the right time and mixing that between like my fear of jumping all in versus being smart about it. And, um, you know, that's not to say that if you do have a day job or part-time job or whatever, if you just want to do the side hustle hobby, do whatever it is, what the hell you want to do with it. Like no one should shame you. (laughs) No one should make you feel like you're any less of a a real dancer, whatever that means. Like, you know, just the point is that I appreciate when people share business related resources and their advice. Um, like you do know a lot of other people I had on this podcast and this podcast itself is just everyone can do whatever the hell they want <laughs> so long as they're happy with it and they stop comparing themselves to others and mm-hmm. um, they carve out their own idea of what it is to be successful, whatever that means for them, you know? So yeah. it's the same as, as when competitions were a big thing. It like winning a competition somehow meant something where it, you know, everyone and their grandmother runs a competition now. So what does that mean for you as a dancer if you don't win one or if you do win one? Like it doesn't, you know, it's the same like carving out your own definition of what it is for you to be successful and happy. Yeah. And I think like you make a really good point. Thank you. Like when I say like, you don't have to have another job if you don't want one. But I think that, I think that like, you know, like I have another job um because I love it and it also like when I did when I stopped fully depending on belly dance for income it made me have more choices about it Mm -hmm. yeah and it's just I noticed for me personally it was just something always like well why because you see all these like online entrepreneurs and all that stuff they're they quit their job and they're living their dream and you're just like I would love to do that but it's taking me longer for whatever reason or you know and I just I guess I just want to tell people like don't feel bad about that if you do have a day job or or if you're working a job that it's not what you want to do, like it, you know, there's people that either they can do a job and be like, this is fine. I it can fund whatever it is I want to do outside of it. And there's people mm-hmm. like me that are like, this is killing my soul no matter how nice of a job it is, but it's not what I want to do. And yeah. Um, yeah. And if you're like me, you're, you're very impatient. You just want to get out there and do the thing. And I completely get that. Um, but don't, cause too much stress for yourself either way either judging yourself for not being on whatever imaginary timeline you have in your head and as well as feeling like you need to catch up to to something you know just do it at your own pace however long it takes and also don't forget to check in with yourself like am i doing this out of fear am i doing this out of you know just being honest with myself where i'm at yeah, and just remember that Instagram is Photoshop for people's lives, so we don't know what people are going through, and okay. a lot of people who have what you want are having a hard time and want something that you have. I I think, yes, pursue your own path, but, you know, like, there are people offering skills if they, if you want to build it like a business, and I do think that it's beneficial for all of belly dance if we, like, elevate it and respect it financially with great advertising all that good stuff Mm -hmm. for sure yeah invest in yourself and all like not just financially just mentally emotionally because everything like focus on yourself and a great point about the instagram and social media i 
I am not on social media as much anymore as I was, I don't know, you know, 10 years ago back when it was, you know, new. Um, just because I can't, I mean, I've mentioned this before, I use Instagram for like memes and dog photos. <laughs> like, right. Um, I don't particularly care too much what a following I have. Um, right. I do run like the Facebook group for the podcast. If anyone wants to join, like they're, they're able to, and they can talk about or ask questions about the answer business things. That's fine. But yeah, I just know what kind of bullshit you can see on social media. So I'm just not you know, I, I no longer compare or draw myself into that world, but I get how, how it can be tempting to want to compare yourself to someone's, but, you know, don't compare yourself to someone's end process when they're not showing you their journey. Right. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Uh, what are you seeing in the belly dance world now that you really hope will continue after quarantine or COVID is over? Hopefully this year, hopefully soon, but Honestly, and this is like, this is taking it away from quarantine, but the best thing that I've seen in belly dance in a long time was last Sunday, which was the um, aphrodisiac. It was the all black dancers belly dance show. And um, this is, I know I'm taking another direction, but it was so beautiful and so positive and so great. And to see the support from the community, I mean, especially given in this country what's happening, Mm -hmm. I was super excited and super excited that we all got to access that on the internet and financially support. So I love those online dancers, but I also love that we're supporting people typically who've been um, discriminated against in belly dance. See, I miss that because I'm not on, because my, my social media, (laughs) my lack of social media (laughs) makes me miss it. Yeah. I think it's still on YouTube if people want to see it. Okay cool yeah yeah with regards to what's happening in america actually this episode we're recording it during uh, all the um sadness that is happening in the states um by the time people hear this they will it will be after um i posted something about that which is just that i i paused the schedule programming and and just ask people to um, donate and help in any way they can and where they can find uh, more resources and anything like that but yeah that's great I think it's especially important and I hope as well that that continues just the inclusivity of people that have been discriminated against more in in the dance form it's I think it's especially yeah important. yeah yeah and I think that we need to amplify um I mean especially given if you think about I mean it's obvious but it's Middle Eastern dance but aside from that I've seen a lot of discrimination against black dancers Asian dancers in the U.S. for performing in gigs which is mm-hmm. horrifying and terrible and um, just this elevation of a lot of white dancers when I think we just need to be inclusive of all the amazing and beautiful dancers out there so looking at people like you know, like Ebony's a really good friend of mine, but I just making sure that people have equity um, in the community and that people who are interested in belly dance get to see people who look like them. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah. So I love the online shows. I think it's been really fun. And that one just really hit home and was really amazing. Yeah, there's been a lot of um, online shows, which I applaud. I, I have to say, I do check out people's like living room furniture and stuff. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, <laughs> decorating. 
Because definitely, I mean, I live in a studio apartment, so if I ever did one of those, you'd see, like, nothing. I have not bothered to furnish my apartment because I used it to just sleep. (laughs) And that's um, something that I personally wish that I put more time and effort into with decorating this damn place because now I have to stare at the wall 24-7. So, yeah, definitely see those online shows. I'm like, oh, damn, see, that person's got some nice furniture. (laughs) I know. I'm very lucky that I own a studio and that I live mm-hmm. very close to it. So um, I, you know, the I this whole time have been able to walk to a dance studio and use mm-hmm. it. I mean, granted, I also have to pay for it. But um, yeah, so I, I have nobody's seen my furniture yet. <laughs> I absolutely love your studio in Loft. Like, remember when I came here? Yeah. What year that was? But like, I was like, don't ever move here. You're like, I don't know if I'm gonna. Stay. I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> it's it's a beautiful place, and um, I feel very, very lucky to have it and um, to evolve with it and to do all the online classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. beautiful, and yeah, you are very lucky to have that that space. But I know you worked very hard for it too, so it's not. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, what advice do you have for? for dancers in this moment um i know restrictions are lifting and life is hopefully getting slowly back to normal um yeah whatever normal means i mean it's still like i said i i really do hope that the online part of this dance continues so that people can still have access to classes even when they're not able to attend um i do hope the the inclusion of dancers from all walks of life truly does still continue um you know that that's a given that shouldn't have that should have been happening before this but (laughs) right here we are um what advice do you have for people during this time i know here in germany the this gyms are starting to reopen i believe they okay we've been reopened by the time this airs but i know me personally i just don't feel comfortable yet going um so i would continue my online classes um but yeah, what advice do you have for people? Um, I would say four things. One is really sit down and write down, what did I really miss during this time that is really important to me and I want to prioritize in my life? But then in antithesis to that, I would ask, what did I not miss? What am I, um, what was part of my life before that I might not want to add back in? Um, So like, what can I learn from this? Uh, my third thing is take online classes from people, like open your scope up. I've been able to go into other dance forms, like support the big famous dancers and then support other people. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's so many cool learning opportunities and it's a lot less expensive than going to a workshop. Um, you know, like I took a class last night, hit the off button and like was 10 feet from my bed. Um And then, you know, my fourth thing is like really digging into why you dance and reconnecting with that. So it's not just about performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are my four. I think that's great. Yeah. I think um, especially about the performance portion, it's oftentimes if you're not, you know, some people, if they don't feel like they're performing all the time, they're not actually dancers. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think you know, what makes you a dancer is that you dance <laughs> and that's it. Like it doesn't have to be performance. <laughs> um, it can just be daily practice or just dancing for the joy of it. And um, 
it doesn't have to necessarily look a certain way. I know for me, I've mentioned before um, with Yame, for these online hafas, I love watching them. They're great, but I I don't want to put on makeup in my costume. Right. <laughs> I will support them and I will watch them. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's not what I want to focus on right now. And that's fine. And um, of course I miss performing, but I, I miss performing like in front of, of people. And when that's a possibility again, I will be the first one there. Um, right. Just right now, it's, it's, I'd rather just take the time and learn and, and lean inward, like you say, and mm -hmm. see um, how I can deal and improve myself during this time. And I think it's a great thing that you mentioned uh, what it is that you missed and you didn't miss. My first thought was like, damn, I should have visited all those places that I kept putting off during yeah. that time, for sure. Like, I, I know it's such, such a little, like, wow, what a first world problem. But it's like, you know, just the whole thing of like taking for granted, like yeah. the, the places that you're like, oh, well, I can't take this time off or I need to save a bit more money and this and that. Like, there's always an excuse keeping you from doing something. And mm -hmm. now that it's, if you don't know when you're able to go again, or, you know, it's a bit like, oh, damn, I should have, I should have actually made that more of a priority when it's something that I did want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. And, you know, like part of the lesson is this, of this is we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. They didn't anticipate this. Um, and so like, do it now. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably not right now, but when we can, <laughs> you know, so like really evaluate what do you miss and don't spend yeah. your time doing stuff you don't actually want to be doing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Also, I would like to add, um, definitely, I think this has shown what people support and what they don't. Like, I've had to unfriend some anti-vaxxers that are dancers. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was just like, no. And, you know, we can have different opinions about whether or not you like to watch the show Friends <laughs> or what you think about right. this book or that. Like, these are things we can have different opinions on, but when it comes to, like, human rights and safety issues, like, I, you're either on the right side of history or the wrong side of history. Yeah, and as somebody, like, whether or not I have Arab heritage, like, seeing, it just amplifies people who, like, I belly dance, but essentially I'm racist, and then seeing... I've unfriended some belly dancers over like, why are people protesting? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh um, yeah, same, same. Yeah, so <laughs> it's been a good time to check out that. And, um, you know, you just cultivate, you know, and then I try to put my energy positive and I've really leaned into like watching that show. It was just like, and to see thousands of people watching it, like beautiful and positive, like let's take it there. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And if I see something like that and I'm barely on social media. That means <laughs> like that means something. I can't imagine what right. I actually be on it regularly and have to see all this shit. Like I've probably missed who knows how many people's posts. Um, I guess thanks Facebook algorithm for hiding those because I haven't seen them yet and I haven't unfriended them yet. Right. Thanks. But yeah, it's just like I think especially more now than ever, it's it's your money, put your money where your mouth is. And a hundred percent. I want people to know, um, you know, when they take my classes, what I stand for. And it's not to get up on a high horse and say, you know, blame you if you don't do the same things that I do, but it's just, you know, I want you to know what kind of person to support. And 
same that I would like to know what kind of people I support. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's important to, especially probably now more than ever to, to draw that line and to not be afraid to be like, okay, well, this is not, you know, you don't have to, to have a whole thing and cancel culture. You don't, you don't have to get it, you know, but just an unfriend is fine and enough. And if they ask you about it, then just be like, you know what, we don't see eye to eye on something like this. That's important to me. And I wish you all the best. And that's it. Yeah. And I've actually, I've never had anybody ask me. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not going to, but in case they do, you know, it's not about like creating drama where there, you know, shouldn't be. It's just, it's still, you can be professional and be like, you know what? Like, I don't wish anything ill towards you, you know, but this is just not going to work out in this professional relationship, friendship, whatever, Um, you know, for this reason. But yeah, if they do happen to call you out, but but yeah, I've, yeah, I've definitely had to unfriend some people in the last few weeks just because yeah. it's just not productive and it's not safe and it's not right. the type of thing that I would want to be associated with and it's not where I would want to have my money go towards. And I hope exactly. event organizers take note of that as well. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you and support you and yeah where do you want people to find you uh, yeah my instagram is lisa zahia which is z-a-h-i-y-a and that also will lead to the studio and my website and all that good stuff so that's a good place to start and um my name is my handle on any social media great fantastic thank you so much for being back here and talking about slightly more positive side of what's happening and how you've been kicking ass i admire all your hard work and even if i don't comment or something and if i see it it's i'm just lurking <laughs> i'm just in between <laughs> memes and dog videos <laughs> i check i do check my on instagram <laughs> um thank you so much and thank you guys You're welcome. for listening and until thank next you time.